We met on the gram, became instant BFFs, and we're two girls here to empower women to be self-reliant. Hey, I'm Amy, founder of Alexa Athletica. And I'm Emily, the creator of Stami Tactical. And we are Not, Not Your, Your Average, Average Gun, Gun Girls. Girls. We're calling on our friends, industry insiders, and speaking to people about major moments in their lives. We talk guns, personal safety, shared lifestyle tips, and everything in between. So grab your coffee or your vav because you, you can, can sit with, with us. winding down. The, we're, we're getting towards the end <laughs> of our time here at YWLS, yeah. but we like saved one of the best for last, so and we're excited, excited yes. to talk. I'm loving the guests that we're having. We've had some amazing guests. Yeah. YWLS is our fave. No offense to any of the other uh, turning <laughs> you point. You all know that. We say it. Yeah. You know, uh, but we just love it because we get to, you know, obviously meet some amazing this women. It's my first from, time. I know. Oh, oh, this is, and I will now not miss one ever. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this what, has been the coolest. How did you get connected with Turning Point? Um, Alex. So I okay. followed her for a long time. Wait, we, have, we didn't even introduce our oh. guests uh, aimed. Oh. We just started talking. <laughs> okay. People were right. like, who are you talking to? Who's this? That's, well, that's okay. So this is Emily Dietrich. Dietrich, Hello. right? Did I say yes, that right? Emily okay, Dietrich. just making sure I said that. And yes. she is a hormone. Health coach. Yeah. Health coach. Yeah. And wow, like we have so much to jump into. Yeah, like this is, we're going to be here until tomorrow. I know. Because I got lots. We got a lot. Well, we always, I'm always just so interested in like someone in a field like yours, like how that translate to Turning Point? Yeah. <laughs> how did you yes. get involved with that? So, I mean, with Turning Point, I like I said, I followed politics. I followed Alex for a long time. And a couple years ago, it was probably a year and a half now, she put a post on saying, hey, I want someone to come on and talk about birth control. And so a bunch of my followers tagged me and everyone's like, it, it should be you, it should be you. And it didn't end up being me. Um, she chose someone who's like a doctor, like which is a way more clinical background, which I think is more appropriate for really breaking down birth control. I have a lot of education, but I think that happened. And then I was like, okay, I let it go, gave it to God. And then probably six months or eight months after that, Alex followed me on Instagram and I was like, oh my gosh. And then she DM'd <laughs> me and she's like, do you want to be on, on my podcast? I really want to interview you about like hormones and nutrition and balancing your hormones and getting off birth control and all of that. I screamed. I was so excited. And it, I, like honestly, the trajectory of my career after going on wow. spillover was insane. But like just completely changed. But like, why the push all of a sudden for yeah. all of this anti-birth control yeah. stuff? I I I think uh, that from growing up, like it's always like, oh, you need to be on birth control. Yeah. You need to be on birth control. It was a thing, right? I, yeah. I guess. I mean, maybe I just had a very different experience with it because I've never been on birth control. Yeah. And so I never really, I never felt the need to be on it. And then I think I tried it like for one month when I got pregnant or when I got married and I was like, I feel horrible on this. I yeah. don't want to do this. And so like, I just didn't really think about it. But I, as I was going back in my mind, I guess I remember like, when you would go in for acne, they would always yeah. push birth control. And But I just yeah. guess I didn't realize, like, is it just everybody on birth control? Well, the funny thing is, is most women are on birth control not to prevent pregnancy. They're on birth control to control these hormonal symptoms. 
So that's mm. the crazy thing is most women are on, aren't on birth control to control birth. They're on it to control other symptoms. Yeah, like acne, yeah. mood swings, irregular periods. And they're told and the, this those will regulate. Those are the regulate, two reasons I was put on. Yeah, acne this and will irregular regulate periods. your period. But that's a complete lie. Like that's a bold But why, lie. why are they also getting to determine that your period is irregular? Like some we, women have 40-day cycles. Yeah. Some, re- some women well, have what like. They, who has defined and said like this is irregular? Right. Like yeah, some people's exactly. regular cycle is 41 days. Yeah. On average, like an average healthy is like 26 to 35 or 38. Someone might have longer cycles. And but if it's yeah. regularly at That's 41 right. days, exactly. then that is a regular yes. cycle regular for that yes. person. Yeah. This is like once every three months and then two months later and then yeah. I get my period twice in one month. Yeah, no. Like, yeah. So I guess when she started really hitting on this topic, yeah. I started paying a little mm-hmm. bit more attention because I'm like, well, why is this such a right. big deal? Yeah. Like, what what is causing women like Alex to start diving into this and speaking up about it. Yeah, you know what's interesting is I haven't asked her her story about how, yeah, like why she started diving in. But I think there's something happening right now. I don't know if it's like these women that have been on birth control for so long and suddenly there's so many environmental factors, right? With the food in this country and all these other things causing this cascade of effects where women are feeling horrible on birth control. And I think more women are speaking out about the short-term and long-term consequences of birth control on your health and on your fertility. And is it a rise of infertility? Oh, massively. The infertility rates are insane right now. I mean, testosterone is tanking too. Mm -hmm. So it's like male infertility and female infertility are an all-time high. And it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. You're told like, just go on birth control and then get off when you want to get pregnant. It's not that simple. Women are finding they get off and then they can't get pregnant and they're having miscarriages and all of these things are happening because their hormones are just and going haywire. And is it haywire. any birth control yeah, or like a certain, um, I guess like type, type. Wh- whatever there's, method? Yeah. So there's so many different types, right? You have like the pill, right. the mini pill, you have oh, the I don't shot. know the mini pill. The mini pill is pro- progestin, so fake progesterone, okay. progestin only versus the pill has like a fake estrogen and progesterone. Hmm. So the mini pill, they'll put you on, they'll say it's better. It's not. There's the IUD, mm-hmm. the shot, the implant, the patch, all of these things. And they're all releasing a stream of exogenous fake synthetic hormones that shut down your cycle completely. It's not that it regulates it. No, it shuts it down completely. You're not getting a period. You're not ovulating. And then not to mention with the copper IUD, the way that that works, it's non-hormonal. So people say like, oh, is it better? Because it's non-hormonal? No. And I've actually heard the worst stories with the copper IUD. One, copper toxicity. I mean, you have a copper thing in your uterus. The way it works is by inflaming your uterus so that nothing can attack. Right? Your your uterus is so basically angry. So constant inflammation in your body, which we know is bad. Yes. Potential. This is the crazy thing. And I know Alex mentioned it. Potential monthly abortions, right? It's not stopping fertilization and it's not stopping ovulation. So if the egg makes, if a fertilized egg makes it waste to your uterus, it just can't implant and your body essentially aborts it. And so... Women well, are not told it, that. Like, what is in the copper IUD? It's it's, a, it's just like a copper insert, and the only purpose is to irritate the okay. uterus. And, I mean, they is can shatter. They can get yeah. lodged in yeah, your uterus. Yeah, like, I've heard some bad... There's one, the crazy story, a baby came out holding it. No. Yes. No. Yes. I'm not... You can <gasps> look it up. There's a news article a baby, and a picture. Track that like, baby. That yeah. baby is going to be, like, like, something one day. Yeah, and I'm coming me. out here. Yeah. Oh so, yeah, gosh. it's not that... Again, since it's not stopping... 
fertilization, it's not stopping ovulation, you can still get pregnant on that. Um, and yeah, the thing is, birth control is not 100% effective. Right? Wow. So, so your focus is not necessarily on birth control. Your no, focus is more on just the hormones in general. Like, yeah. okay, yeah. hormone so balance and regulation. Tell us about that. Get off birth control, right? And support their body through that process and educate them about what's going on. But the main thing I help them do is basically use food and nutrition and diet changes to heal their hormones and balance their hormones so they can have easy periods. We're yeah. told that, you know, periods are painful, being a woman sucks, uh, you're gonna get cramps, just welcome to womanhood, that's how, that's not true, that's a lie. Like, and I believed it too, and I had horrible debilitating periods. Mm -hmm. That would just, I would be on the floor yeah. in a fetal position, like a heating pad on my back, mm -hmm. a heating pad on my stomach. And ibuprofen didn't help. Uh, no, popping my doll like candy, yeah. and I'm fine. Like, it doesn't affect me, I get my period, I go about my daily right. life, like, I'm totally fine. Well, there's so many women like that, I mean, that's like, yeah. the, and then they prescribe the pill. Yep, hmm. yeah. Is that because we're just like, don't like pain. We have been conditioned in this life to have yeah. everything the way we want it, not be inconvenienced by anything, but yet yeah. women have been dealing with this since the beginning but of time. Yes. And here we are. Right. And We're still here. We just, so many women just like don't want to be inconvenienced or have yes. anything uncomfortable yes. in their lives. So they're going to do whatever they can, even mm -hmm. to their potential detriment. Yeah. And women are like, well, I don't like my period. So I just skip like the sugar pack. Well, okay. And so I just, I just skip my period. And I'm like, oh goodness. Well, I, I, I knew people who would be going on vacation yes. and they would like, I don't know if they, they would do something with like, they, they would either continue their pack continually or something would happen with yeah, their birth control pill the where, they, where they would then like, let me take my pill because we mm -hmm. go on vacation. I don't want to get my period. Yeah. And I'm like, that cannot be good for your body. No. I'm yeah, sorry. like you're literally stopping your body stopping from doing and tricking your body. Yeah. You're like playing God. You're saying, I yeah. know better. I, I don't want this to ruin my plans. Right. So I'm going to do this. And it's again, trading this short term relief for like our long-term health. Mm -hmm. And we're just making these constant withdrawals and just taxing our body and I'll deal with it later, you know? The there should be more support and help though for women, I feel like, along their hormone journey yeah. to really understand. I was telling somebody this yesterday, I was like, <laughs> the amount of care lack of care after a woman has a baby that focuses on the mom. It has yeah. been all about the baby. Yep. Like you take yep. the baby to this checkup, you take them here to this time, you, yep. you, you look out for this, this, this. Not one thing is said or done from your doctor to give you help along the journey of like, this is what to expect. Did you yeah. get the diastasis recti? Like, did you yeah. get these things and it cures what you can do? Here's a yeah. physical therapist, like yeah. Even lactation consultants. Or even like what to, like what you're going to experience hormonally, like they'll, they talk about postpartum depression yeah. and stuff, but not real in depth and not really what to do about yeah. it necessarily. Yeah. You're just going to left to your own to go figure or this out. if you go to your doctor, he's going to say, here's some antidepressants. Yeah. Right. But then you think you're crazy. Like you feel crazy. There are times in a woman's journey because the hormones can be so intense that yeah. you literally feel crazy. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, just I like, felt crazy on birth control. And again, it's kind of the same thing yeah. where your hormones are doing their own thing and you don't feel in control and you don't feel like you know what's going on. Yeah. There's this disconnection from your body. No one's telling you you're not prepared. Yeah. You go to a doctor, they don't tell you yeah. which and is if they're like not the making you the hormone connection you then start thinking well is there something am wrong I with me yes, am I, something wrong am I, yes yes like because you, i feel like i've seen a lot of and i don't know what it stands for like the pcos polycystic, polycystic ovarian syndrome. okay yeah. where i feel like i've 
I've heard and like read like different women on social media talking about how now they all like I've like everyone's like suffering from this all of a sudden. Yeah, it's huge is, is, like, because is of that, the increased estrogen. Is right? that Four partly because kinds. of birth control as well? Yes. So okay. post pill PCOS is a thing. Okay. So getting off birth control and having PCOS is a thing because birth control can trigger this cascade. Essentially, when you get off. If you don't take any sort of precaution or steps to support your body, you're just like basically stopping a drug cold turkey. Interesting. And so your body, especially if you've been on it since a young age, like let's say a girl gets her period at 12 or 13 and it's irregular, right? Which it's going to be for a while. Your body, it's coming online. It doesn't know what it's doing. It's yeah. trying to figure it out too. So let's say you go to It just to knows it's supposed to do this and yeah. it's yeah. not this hormone yeah. and this is supposed to do exactly. this. Yeah. And so if you then go to the doctor, get birth control at age 13, and that whole system doesn't even get a chance to mature, wow. then once you get off birth control, mm -hmm. again, it doesn't know what it's doing again. So all of this stuff's going to come bubbling like retraining back retraining it. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, PCOS is huge right now. And women are told, like, basically, you're not going to be able to get pregnant, which is not true with PCOS. It's It really comes back to inflammation. It's a, basically an inflammatory condition. And I try to tell women that it's a condition. It's conditional. Mm. It's not something you're gonna have forever, even though that's what they wanna tell you. PCOS can't be cured. It can only be like treated and you'll be symptom free. And it's like just these labels that we slap yeah, on women, yeah. like, oh, you have PCOS for life. So why the push, who's pushing this birth control on everybody at such a young age? I mean, are the doctors really that informed? I mean, they went to medical school. They're mm -hmm. supposed to be the doctors that do no harm. I mean. It's, Why the push? It makes me so sick to think about all these and all the stories. I mean, my DMs are flooded with, I tried to go off birth control and my doctor basically bullied me and told me like, you're going to get pregnant if you get off. So good luck. And they just bully you and they act like they know everything. They don't know everything. Right. We know our bodies. Like we innately know our bodies, mm -hmm. but we out we outsource that intuition to some man in a mm. white coat. Yeah. And we believe whatever they tell us, even when we know it's wrong. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a lot harder, you know, to take back control of our own health, but that's what needs to happen. We need to take back control. We need to start stop outsourcing this power to other like professionals. Yeah, no, I, I totally but we, agree. But I think part of that is too is like we we don't it, we don't know any better because it, it's yeah. it, it kind of goes back to like we know that when there's an emergency you call nine one one. Yes. We know that if there's a problem we go to our doctor. Yeah. Who are we supposed to trust? Our doctor. Yeah. And I think I mean I would guess it's similar. I don't know, but like to vaccines where they get a kickback, right? Sure. So these it's drug all, companies it's all like money. Are push this, yeah. push this, push this. And so I don't know if there's a whole agenda. I kind of think they just don't know. I, 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 oh, the I want amount, to see lack the of research them, right? that yeah. our doctors do post medical school. I mean, they have it's CEs insane. and they have continuing education, but like they're not. We used to think our doctors were like the scientists, like they're going to go find mm -hmm. the yes. solution and find and the answer. And now it's just yeah. like, oh, well, which pharmaceutical company is going to give you information? Yeah, right. And what are you going to read in a pamphlet and be like, okay, cool, I'm going to pass this yeah, on. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. basically all it is. No, not all doctors do that. I know, no, I know a lot of doctors. Ones, if you're lucky ones. enough to like find a good one. Yet, but yeah, if, you're, good if you are lucky enough to find a good doctor who really actually researched yeah. and, and is like a detective. Like yeah. they play detective to like help you understand and find what's going on so that you guys can find a solution. Find a or, solution. Yeah. That's what I tell women is like, your doctor works for you. Yeah. 
Like, they should be advocating for you. And if you feel like they're just bullying you, they're not listening to you, they're not taking your input, they're just, yeah, giving you a drug, giving you a prescription, find a new doctor. Yeah. yeah. Shop. You don't oh, have well, to I'm sure a lot of people forever. found that during the vaccine time. Yeah. Like, yeah. obviously, like, getting too. bullied like, by their doctor. It's also hard to find a new doctor. And, like, people just don't want to go is. through yeah. that hassle. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then totally. you've got people who are dealing with, like, insurance companies and the limitations of their insurance companies yeah. in terms of, like, the doctors that they can or cannot go see. Mm -hmm. yep. uh, I worked at a naturopathic clinic for a little while. And that was the thing is like, we didn't take insurance right? because uh, insurance, yeah. we just didn't deal with it because it was too much of a headache. People with really good insurance, PPOs and things like that, you can get some coverage. But for the most part, insurance won't cover naturopathic. No, right. that's the kind of doctor I see. And if I want to exactly. get, and I have to pay all out of pocket. Yep. Yep. And if I want my insurance to cover any, I have to like fill out this whole form. I have to send it in. And, and then like eventually a check may show up in yeah. the mail. Yeah. Yeah. I've yet to get a check. Yeah. So. When is somebody coming to you? At what point and stage in their life? There's a couple different points. Usually, either they're on the pill and they're scared to get off because they've heard horror stories of like coming off, acne comes back, PCOS, yeah. all of these things. Or they're trying to get pregnant and they can't and they don't understand what's going on. Their doctor's telling them IVF and they're like, there's got to be another way. Like, hmm. your body is so capable of healing and we were made to have babies literally made to your body's not broken it doesn't hate you there's just things trauma environmental factors diet so many different factors but like you can heal and i think the whole thing in the medical western medicine is like not like you just can't heal yeah, yeah. you need our help you need our and medicine. our drugs yeah. all, all of this all of these interventions to heal so that's another one and then women that just aren't on birth control and maybe they have had a kid or they want to have a baby and they just, they don't feel good, right? They don't wake up feeling good. They're bloated, they have fatigue, they have anxiety, they have acne, they have irregular periods, they have period cramps and they're like, help. Like, yeah. I don't know what to do. Is I this know. their starting point? Yeah. So they're like, well, I'm gonna at least check my hormones first. Cause obviously there's other factors that can play right. into all those yeah. things too, but like you're their starting point. Yeah. Okay. And what's interesting is I actually don't have clients test their hormones until about six months in. Really? We cover the foundations first. So like three to six months and usually at the end of those six months, they don't even need it. And what's happening in those three to six months? Well, we're getting rid of things, toxic things in their home environment. So fragrances and candles yeah. and like their laundry detergent and just things that are in their immediate mm -hmm. environment, lotions, makeup that you're putting on your skin every day that is having an impact. Like so hormone disruptors. Exactly. And, okay. Endocrine disruptors yeah. that are, they're everywhere. And like, I don't, I try to tell people like, I'm not trying to scare you. They are everywhere yeah. mm -hmm. and you can't get away from but all of them. But weren't they everywhere when we were younger? No, not in the same way they are now. It's so much more pervasive and the chemicals that they use are different. Like these, these aren't the things that we ate or used 40 years ago. These companies have grown. They've cut corners. Yeah, they trying to save things. money. Yep. These fragrances are mm. synthetic. Mm -hmm. They're not real, like essential oil-based things or like natural-based things. Um, and so everything's different. And not to mention the stressors of everyday yeah. life are yeah. exponentially higher. Yeah. So all of that is going on and so I we work on getting them eating breakfast and eating protein focused meals and balancing their blood sugar managing their anxiety just getting all of their ducks in a row and building this foundation of good health and good healthy habits and then giving their body time to adjust and heal and then usually in six months they're it sounds like, like a holistic practitioner. Is that yeah. essentially yeah. what you I'm are? I'm a holistic health coach. Yeah, I just okay. don't have like a clinical. Yeah, okay, uh, okay. Yeah, so I'm a holistic health coach, yeah. 
Okay. I was like, this sounds very similar very to like, okay. Yeah. But I love that approach yeah. because you're looking at the body as a whole, mm-hmm. exactly. which is like, why don't, that, that's how every it's supposed to be. I went right? to school, I got a psychology degree and I was like, I was on track to be a therapist, psychotherapist. And I was like, I want to help people a different way. Yeah. Like I know, I mean, the most, like we eat food every day, yeah. multiple times a day. It is one of the biggest things that if you change has a massive impact on mm. your mood, your energy, your sleep, your relationships, like so many different yeah. things that we don't even realize. Like yeah. if our blood sugar's imbalanced and we're snapping and we're hangry and we're like lashing out at everyone we love, that's not fun to be around. No. And I think most of the time we just say, I'm hormonal or yeah. this and that. Yeah. And it's an excuse. It's kind of a cop out and it doesn't have to be that way. And I think that that's so empowering, realizing that really it is in your control. Yeah. Well, what's so controversial about this issue? I wish, I wish I knew. I wish I knew. And, well, here's the thing. People tell me, you're responsible for telling women not to take birth control. They're going to get pregnant, this and that. Okay, like, so that's where this yeah. is coming. Yeah. That's where the negative that. talk mm-hmm. is coming from. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's, it's really frustrating, right? I wish someone told me how beautiful and sacred, like, fertility and your menstrual cycle and all of that was when I was younger. Yeah. I just think so many women don't understand and they just go on birth control so it's convenient for them. Mm-hmm. And we don't realize the long-term implications that it has. I mean, it affects mate selection. It affects the people that you date. Wow. It's crazy. Wait, what? Yes. Like- yeah, they've run studies. I'll have to find them later so you can link them. Um, but they've ran studies that show that women, there's two studies. So there's the sweaty t-shirt test, which <laughs> they had, they had like d- different men basically take their sweaty t-shirts and women on birth control and off birth control smelled the t-shirts, right, for the pheromones and the hormones. And women on birth control gravitated towards men who had similar genetic makeup to them, which is the opposite of what you want for mating. You want opposite genes, which give the best chance for your offspring. What? And then there was another one, they ran studies and women on birth control preferred men with more feminine features. Wait, women off birth control? On birth control. On birth control. On birth control. Preferred. So they show them like different, you know, characteristics, different men with different face characteristics Mm -hmm. and bone structures and things that a man with more testosterone would express or a man with maybe more estrogen would express. And women on birth control chose the men with more female feet, with more feminine features. Interesting. That is a very interesting study. Yeah, there's like a whole joke that goes around that like women off birth control go for Jason Momoa and women (laughs) on birth control go for Harry Styles. Like that's the joke and I think it's true. Oh my gosh, that would be like, oh, I'm so curious. Women that get off birth control and suddenly Hold on, I thought I was going to marry Taylor Hanson. And I was never on birth control, so what does that what does that yeah. say here? So I don't know. I didn't fit yes, the mold. But when was on. that when you were like 13? So yeah, I don't know if that counts. Yeah, a little different. But women that True. get on birth control and suddenly aren't attracted to their partner anymore. That's one of the oh, biggest ones. Really? I have, oh, I have wow. women. I have some like anecdotal. They'll, they message me. They're like, I ditched birth control and I broke up with my boyfriend. I was not attracted to him. Like even their scent. So like their pheromones, their hormones. They're <laughs> you like, stink. I was, yeah, like I was repulsed. <laughs> like I was not attracted to him anymore. And we broke up. And I was about to marry this man. That so, is whoa. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Oh my that gosh. Is... And there's studies. There's studies to back all that up. 
Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> I have just learned so much from all of this, but we want you to tell our audience where they can go to find you if they're looking yes. for help like this, like to get balanced and they, maybe they're getting off birth control and need some help regulating their yeah. hormones. Where can they find you? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram. That's where I hang out the most. My handle is <laughs> at little Ray, R-A-E of health, like little Ray of sunshine, but little Ray of health. Mm -hmm. And I put, there's so much value in all my free content in my feed. You can get so much. I also have an online course that helps women use food as medicine to balance their hormones. I have master classes in there for getting off of birth control <laughs> and all of that. And then I also have a podcast. It's just the Little Ray of Health podcast. So Wonderful. We get, get a ton of free content on there. We will, we will link all of that in the show notes below. But thank you so much for taking time to come talk to our so audience. Yeah, thank you for so having great. me. Absolutely. And we'll be back shortly. Not Your Average Gun Girl Show and its related companies, Alexa Athletica LLC and Stami Tactical LLC, shares information that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. A reminder that laws vary for each state, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand applicable laws. Any items, services, products, and advice mentioned during the Not Your Average Gun Girl Show should be used at your own discretion in accordance with your local and state laws, and you should follow applicable manufacturer's instructions. Not Your Average Gun Girls, Alexa Athletica LLC, and Stami Tactical LLC cannot be held liable for your actions based on the information shared.